0: This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Deanna Bartolini, an author, speaker, and retreat leader who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Welcome, everyone. It's Deanna Bartolini with the Not Lukewarm Podcast. And today I have with me an author who is going to talk to us about ways to renew your christian marriage so who is with me today we have dana nygaard dana is a licensed professional counselor speaker author wife and mother she is a down-to-earth cradle catholic with a heart for the new evangelization she has a unique blend of cognitive behavioral therapy techniques authentic Catholic spirituality and a splash of humor, which provides her clients and audiences with practical solutions that have life-changing effects. Inspired by the desire to help individuals and married couples seeking emotional, psychological, and spiritual healing from a Catholic psychotherapy perspective, she earned her counseling degree from Dallas Baptist University. Welcome, Dana. Thank you. It's great being here. I am excited to be here and I'm excited to talk about your book um, because I have been married for 38 years and sometimes we run out of things to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm, we're going to dive right in. So the first question, why did you decide to write a date night book? You're a
1: therapist. Well, uh, David and I, when we would go on road trips, we like to eat together. David's my precious husband. And we um, grabbed a couple of books one time, just secular books at a typical, you know, big box bookstore. <clears throat> and so we'd be driving. I asked a question. We had some great conversations. And then I would get to a question. I'd be like, wait, don't have a wreck. I'm about to read you a question. All right. And I'd read one that was so offensive to our Catholic faith, just so inappropriate, so awful for marriage in general. And so then we'd have a conversation about that, right? And so I told him um, after those two books, I said, I feel like there needs to be a safe book for Catholics so that they don't have these questions because maybe someone wouldn't wouldn't understand that those weren't healthy questions. And so I wanted to create a safe book for Catholic couples.
0: I think that's great because it is hard sometimes The big thing, right, certainly not when I was first married and I don't know about when you were first married, but here now in this time that we're living in, there's this very big focus. And I think it's a good focus that couples need to spend time alone together, that your children Mm -hmm. should not become your life. I was kind of taught my children would become my life. Um, And somehow my husband, we would figure it out at some point. Which I don't know that that was the best of advice. So now yeah. there's this focus: go on a date with your husband, but don't talk about the honeydew list or the roof yeah. or the doctor's appointments you need to make for your kids or the dentist, whatever. Right? So talk about things that are interesting.
1: Hmm. <laughs> okay. What are what are those?
0: <laughs> so I I did I glanced through your book. I didn't read it. It is not a book to read cover to cover, really. It's a book, you know, you pick up and, and you do it, you ideally with your spouse, right? Um, yes. And you yes. Do, but you do the questions.
1: What is the purpose of the questions? It's to draw the couple closer together emotionally and spiritually. So it's everything from questions from um, your current life, what's going on? How are things in your marriage? All the way to remembering when you first met to your future, your childhood, it's everything in between. And then some are just silly questions like, um, you know, or would you be embarrassed as an adult to run after the ice cream truck? Well, the obvious answer is no, no, obviously not. The ice cream truck is magical and fabulous. Not that we believe in magic, but you know. <laughs> well, but magical, like it's fun. Magical. Right? There we- you go, fun, exactly. We have an ice
0: cream truck that comes around our neighborhood sometimes. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I, we don't run after it for a variety of reasons, mostly because it's probably <laughs> really bad for our knees. Um, <laughs> but that's a, it's a really good point, right? Somehow we associate getting older with becoming very serious. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And that's want to really enjoy good. that inner
1: child, right? So if, if I love roller coasters and I get off a roller coaster, I'm like, oh my gosh, that was so much fun. That's my inner child. That's like little four-year-old Dana popping up, right? And so it's fun to have these questions. And it's nice to laugh with your spouse, right? Because you're getting dopamine and it's bonding you. So the questions are really just to grow the couple closer. And maybe it's to deepen what you already have, or maybe it's to bring you back to remembering why you fell in love. I I love that.
0: Um, So a couple of months ago, my husband and I celebrated our 38th anniversary.
1: Congratulations.
0: Thank you. The <laughs> other thing that we've been doing is we've been going through old photographs because, again, we live pre digital lives, yeah. right? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and I had boxes and boxes. And so I decided that it would be really fun to go through the pictures. And then we made this huge collage, right? And it just brought up just what you said so Love many it. fun memories of different mm-hmm. things we did. And people that we spend time with and places we visited and all of this. And I think Mm -hmm. that's really important. So when I was reading some of the questions, uh, what I was envisioning was both remembering, but also making memories.
1: Yes, because even in the conversation that you're having at that moment, like you said that y'all want to do them in the car when you, when you travel. Um, So in that moment, you're making a memory in that moment when you turn to each other, when you um, laugh together, when maybe you wipe a tear away, right? So you're building a new memory on top of that. I love it.
0: So there are 365 of these date
1: questions. Yes.
0: Do you recommend actually just doing one a date or how, how would you use the book? Tell us how do you, how you envision people using
1: it. Okay. So um, in the introduction, what I explain is there's, there's a basic template, but then I say at the end, like, but make it yours, make it work for you. So the idea is to one day to week. That's what research shows. I actually have a talk that I give presentation at parishes and moms groups and so forth on the importance of of dating your spouse. And so one day to week is what exceptional marriages do. Again, things happen, COVID, right? Okay, things are gonna happen. But in general, are you pursuing your spouse? So the idea is um, there's a ready, set, go format. And honestly, that was the hardest part about the book. It wasn't writing 1,095 questions. Actually, I wrote about 4,000, I pulled it down. Um, It was really, how do I lay these out? So there is an individual prayer that the wife can say beforehand. There's one for the husband to set themselves like that intention of what am I going for here, right? I want to invite the Holy Spirit in. Then there's a prayer that the couple can say together. And it's funny, just as I said, invite the Holy Spirit in, I got those Holy Spirit goosebumps all over me. So thank you, Holy Spirit, for that. <laughs> I find that's confirmation for me. Um, then they can say the, a prayer together. There's a third prayer. Then on the as they're leaving, let's say they're headed out to, um, to a movie date, movie and the dinner. As they're driving, they do the ready question. It's a warm-up question, it reconnects, and maybe they've had a crazy busy week. Maybe they've been upset with each other for some reason, but it's nothing that's going to be difficult or upsetting so that they, you know, accidentally have a wreck or get in an argument. And then the set question is for when they're actually on the date. So let's say they're, um, they're at dinner. It's a deeper question, but it's not so deep that you would be, it would be awkward if the server or table near you overheard. Then the go question is when you have a little privacy, maybe... Um, you go to your home and you sit on the back porch, you have a glass of wine, that question goes deeper and it is meant to be very, very private at that point. So if a couple can do that, it would take them over seven years to finish the book if they didn't want to, because there's, there's like so, right, there's, there's a lot, right? David and I, we do it a little different because the way ours began, as I said earlier, was in the car. Doing road trips, right? We wanted something fun to talk about in the car. And so when I was writing the book and I was working with my editor, we'd be on a zoom, you know, such as this and my husband would enter the room and I would stop and I would look at him and I'd wait till he would leave. And then I'd go back. I occasionally let him hear a question over here because I wanted him to be excited, but I didn't want him hearing them all because I actually wanted to do the questions with him. So we use it in the car on our antiquing trips, and I think we're up to now date one thirty. So we may do three or four in a row. Yeah.
0: Okay. So that's that's a really good point. So when when you read the title, I automatically went three hundred sixty-five. Okay. So it's good for a year, but that it's not good. It's good for way more than a year. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. it may can last you way more than you know, much longer than a year because you're not going to go on a day to day unless that's right. You're taking a trip around the world or something. You've won some big lottery. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Yes. I do know a couple, a very lovely couple in this area that they actually are using it every day. And so it doesn't mean they're going out on a date, but they do like a little date at home. Every day they find that time to have that conversation. And my hope is that, okay, here's, you know, the, the, the sentence, right? It's so many words long. I really hope that each one of those leads the couple down different bunny trails, Okay, we asked about the ice cream truck, but maybe that then leads them to other things they remember from their childhood. Maybe that leads them to tell a funny story about their brother in the ice cream truck. It's supposed to lead you into more. It's not just like, oh, we're done. Five minutes have passed.
0: Right. (laughs) It's not a set the timer. We need to do this to, you know, to have an exceptional marriage. So let's check. Let's check this box.
1: Right. (laughs) Which then means you don't have an exceptional marriage. Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, pretty much. If, if you're checking boxes, that's probably a good indication. Yeah. You might need some assistance in your marriage, which, which kind of there brings up another question. Um, we're sort of going back and forth, but that's okay. It's a conversation among friends. We just have who knows how many people listening in on us that we can't see see right now. Um, what, what made you decide that you wanted to counsel Catholic couples?
1: Um, it 's funny when I was in graduate school when I began everyone asked what do you, how are you going to practice? what do you want to go into I want to help you know women who are under five feet two okay like whatever the thing is right and I began not at Dallas Baptist University and that, at the time that was the only Christian program in this area, but I began at a secular school really didn 't know what I was doing i'd gotten guidance from I had been a teacher 'd gotten guidance from another teacher had done the same thing. And whenever I would mention I wanted to be a Christian therapist, because I thought I can't say Catholic, right? That's too narrow. I'd say Christian. I would get this look where they would look me up and down like, oh. And for other reasons, I left that program and I went into to Dallas Baptist University. And I actually met with a wonderful um, therapist in the area, Sue Bars, who's pretty well known. And I just said, Sue, is it possible to actually have it, you know, a niche practice? Because I really don't want to have to hold back. I want to use the fullness of the truth of the Catholic church. I don't want to just throw out things that we may have in common as Christians. And she said, Dana, it can absolutely been done. And um, I have a very successful thriving practice and it's amazing. I love being able to use all of our faith with my couples. That is it's
0: so true because when we, when we take our faith and say, okay, our faith is in this box and we don't let it impact our entire life then we lose, we, we lose so much. And the fact that in your practice, then you're able to bring all the truth, all the beauty, all the goodness of our faith to helping people have exceptional marriages that that's a gift. I mean, it's a gift for yourself, I would imagine. Oh, yes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but it's also a gift to the couples because then the person, the people coming to you don't have to worry Oh, is she gonna think we're weird. Is she gonna mm-hmm. think we're too mm-hmm. Catholic? Are we too mm-hmm. worried about God? I mean, we know that those are not really. You can't really be too worried about God that's or right. too Catholic. Yes, that's right. <laughs> but when you go for therapy, mm-hmm. um, it, it happens. It it, it happens. does, and so this way that takes that that worry out of it because if people are not comfortable to begin with, maybe to go to therapy. Then you put that on top of it. Oh my gosh, is this person going to accept my religious Mm -hmm. beliefs? Mm -hmm. So you take out that at least one piece of something they don't need to worry about. I think that's wonderful. I really, really That's true. Thank
1: thank you. And it's funny, probably one of the most common questions I get when people call to to learn about my practice, am I taking new clients and so forth? I bet you at least 75% of the time they say, um, I felt safe coming to you. Because I saw your website. I and mean, when you see my website, my, um, my logo is a decade of the rosary. <laughs> it's blue for our blessed mother. And my business, she's, she's my patroness, right? And so they want to make sure I'm not going to lead them astray. Because there are therapists who will say things to them. And they'll think, well, the therapist said it. And later on, it's like, oh, no. like That is actually an unholy thing that they suggested you do. Yeah. So I think it gives them that safety net. And then we have a common place to speak from. If not, you know, I had a couple come to me one time and they were, um, one was atheist and one was agnostic. And I said, why'd you pick me? And the wife said, because I knew you wouldn't tell us to get a divorce. She would help us with our marriage. So wow. that was Fascinating. Yeah. That's, that's fascinating. amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. Amazing. And they're
1: still, they're still married and they're doing beautifully. God bless them. They did the hard work. And God interceded, they didn't know it, but right. God interceded in their because, anyway. because God helps all of us,
0: helps everyone, <laughs> he whether we ask, whether we know it, you That's know, right. <laughs> however it works, right? And you yeah. do you, your website um is Dana com, and I will drop a link uh to the to the show notes in there.
1: Um thank you. That's my public speaking website, and then I have my Christian comfort counseling is the one that has the blue and everything for Mary. That's my counseling website. So see if people go to Dana and I I don't want them thinking like, where's her logo. Okay. There are two okay. different ones. Yeah. Sorry.
0: Okay. So I, I didn't realize you had two separate websites. Well, that's, yeah. that's great. That's good to know. You have a practice, which sounds like that keeps you probably very busy. Oh. You've just written a book. You speak publicly um, to mom's groups you mentioned and, mm-hmm. You know, couples. I'm sure, oh, and about positive. Uh, you know, having a positive, or excuse me, what was the word? Exceptional marriage. Sorry, uh, <laughs> I probably need more coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so, having an ex- exceptional marriage, all of those are so important. Uh, but what else? What else do you have going on? Do you have another project
1: in the works? Always like to hear. Buddy. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. So, well, my the I have a there's three, six, five dates for new year Christian marriage. There is a Catholic edition and it's the purple cover. And then I have a Protestant edition, which is a red cover. All right. So that came out too. And it's been very helpful for, I was at a speaking agent recently and um, one of the women said, my husband's not pro Catholic. Like he allows me to do my thing, but he's not going to want Catholic questions. So the, the, you know, the so-called Christian one was the perfect book for her. And in a perfect world, I would have named that book, 365 dates to renew your non-Catholic Christian marriage, but that does not roll off the tongue. So please, everyone, know I understand every Catholic is a Christian, okay? Um, and so both books just came out in Spanish, like this week. Oh, that's amazing! Yeah. yeah, I had them translated, proofread, all that good stuff. So now they're available in Spanish. So that's exciting. And uh, trying to think, what else did I? What did I? We talked about this before. What else did I say? I can't remember what my other project was. I know I have more coming uh what did i, I not come back
0: to me i want to tell people where they can get the book um okay, so first i'm going to give you the the full title here and of course all of this will be in the in the notes 365 dates to renew your christian marriage And as Dana just said, she has a Catholic edition and a Protestant edition, and they are all available, uh, both available on Amazon or at Barnes and Noble. And now also the Spanish ones, which I think is so important. Um, So you originally, I don't know, are you originally from Texas or that's just where you landed?
1: Yeah, no, I'm a sixth generation Texan.
0: Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. So um, in Texas, as in South Florida, Huge bilingual population. Uh-huh. Oh yes! Yeah. So I think that's going to be of great benefit, and that's good to know. Uh, who do you envision using the book?
1: Uh, I envision couples of anywhere from couples who have. Uh, An exceptional marriage like Dave and I do. And we just want to get closer because if we're real geeky, like we are very geeky about all the Catholic stuff. And so the more we can do about our faith and about each other, that gets us very excited of also couples who just need to like, I love my spouse, but we're busy kids work and they just want to reconnect. And then couples that are struggling that are trying to find what's some commonality, I think for all of them. And one of the people that I had review the book up front of is a single Catholic lady. I wanted to know what was her insight into it. And she said, Dana, the questions were so much fun. I've done them with my girlfriends. I mean, obviously a few won't apply, but most of them apply. And so that was kind of fun that a single person enjoyed it too. Yeah. I actually, um,
0: we have a very, we're having a very small, uh Three, three couples are gathering for New Year's Eve um, and we're going to just have a quiet dinner. Uh-huh. And I was thinking some of them might be cool. Like we've known each other Love very it. long time um, uh-huh. and we've been through a lot together. Uh, uh-huh. I mean, obviously we're all married to our spouses, not to each other, uh-huh. but we've gone through teenage years. We've gone through sickness. We've gone through death together. And cool. so yeah, That's a bond, you know, we're, you know, we're not married, of course, but it wow. is a bond of, of close sure. friendship. And so um, all of those questions, some of them, I think could, could be a lot of fun. Um, I love that but, idea. I think, you you know, it's know, awesome. so <laughs> I, I just saw a lot of uses. I'm the, I'm, I'm the kind of person who I look at things and I'm always thinking, okay, Oh, what else could you do with this? And, and who, who could use this book mm-hmm. and who mm-hmm. could benefit mm-hmm. from this? And, you know, all sorts of mm-hmm. things of, so mm-hmm. I, That's just how my brain works. It doesn't ever hit the pause button, which is not always great, but I think
1: we're, I think you and I are sisters then that's how I'm constantly like I'm doing. And again, I can't even remember what I, what I answered before, but I'm working on a dating book, right? So like, what's the stuff, like, what do I need to know up front? What are the warning signs? Because it's interesting, my practice, how many times I'll have maybe a, a married person come in, but they're coming in on their own. Their spouse doesn't want to come in. And they'll tell me the things their spouse does that are really off the charts, like outrageous. And it always goes back to it was there before they got married. And so I really want to help people. Like when you see these red flags, like stop, like you need to get help. And if these things don't get healed, then this is not a healthy union to be joining into. I'm a marriage readiness assessor for the Diocese of Dallas. They're very gracious and allowing me to participate in that process and so i really see a lot you know obviously behind the scenes and i just want to help couples to get better and also since you and i first connected um i received about two weeks ago i woke up with um a child children's book in my head which i can't get into too much now but i'm going to be doing a board book for babies and it will be catholic so that's one of my next things very cool yeah it's exciting
0: and I think as you were talking, I was thinking to myself, you know, we talk a lot about how to have a good marriage and why is that yeah. so important? It's because the family is the foundation of society <laughs> and all around us. We see so much brokenness and granted yeah. many, many people are broken in their families and, and mm-hmm. we know that, and that's not what God intends, but to demolish the family is not the right thing at all. Yeah. And so, everything that you're talking about, that you, you know, your projects, um, a board book, how cool is that going to be? Um, I don't, uh, my grandkids are not little, little anymore, but uh,
1: I'll look at it anyway. Not a, I love thank, books. Thank you. I'll, I'll let you know. I was so excited. So, it, look at this it. idea came to me and it's not like a voice in my head or anything, but it was just, I just knew it was from the Virgin Mary. And so, I thought, really? There's not a book on this. What? And I went and looked it up. It doesn't exist. I was like, I got you. I got this covered. Like, so I've already, I wrote the first book in an hour. And then I wrote the second book in the next hour, two books. Oh in my two gosh, hours. I'm getting so excited. That's right. Very, I was very, like, nice. again, very Holy nice. spirit. <laughs> um,
0: so, and I think really, so focusing on marriage, on couples, building strong couples, building exceptional marriages, um, and just being the people that God really has called us to be. You know, our, when you marry your goal, right. Is to help your spouse get to heaven Amen. and not by being an annoying person, (laughs) but by being a good person and being a good couple and, and, and showing that witness that how God works in our lives. Absolutely. Uh, So I, I love this book. I'm very much looking forward to using it as is my husband, um, <laughs> which, which will be nice, which will be very, very nice. Mm-hmm. And I loved your answer to the question of what will be the not lukewarm challenge, because we nice. are getting to that wrap up point mm-hmm. sadly, but it's good with good conversation. So every episode, as everybody knows who's listened before, um, I offer a not lukewarm challenge to do for a week. Something practical, something simple to really live out your faith, to be not lukewarm. And so, do you remember your answer Dana? If not, yes. I have not right
1: Please tell me, I've done so many things since then. It's like my head is swirling because okay. I'm like Gosh, you, million no, ideas. Mean to make that sound like a test. <laughs> sorry. Uh,
0: <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> so, here is Dana's challenge and I read it and I loved it. I absolutely love it. This is her challenge is to protect your marriage by intentionally pursuing your spouse on date nights. And I think it's intentional. Intentionality is so important,
1: right? Yes. Yes. Because if they help, go ahead. ahead. What were you going to say? Okay. So just like, okay, so we do this on the road trips, right? Typically David drives and I'm the passenger. It's just the way it is. And so one time for whatever reason, we switched. Okay. And we, we were headed out of town on one of these trips and normally we wait till we get outside the city. And then once there's not as ton of traffic, we're not having to, you know, look at, you know, changing lanes and all that stuff. Typically I'll say, do you want to do some questions? Yeah, I want to. And so we'll do them. This time, my husband said to me, do you want to do some questions? And this was me driving. I'm like looking at him and I'm like, what? And he looks at me like, why well, are you looking at me? And I said, you've never asked me before. I've always been in the position of asking you. And even though I wrote the silly book, I can't tell you, I was all aflutter. Like, oh my gosh, like my husband wants to talk to me and learn more about me. And I get to learn. It was the sweetest thing. So if I can feel that way as the author, think how people are going to feel when their spouse says, Hey, I want to get to know you better. I want to strengthen our marriage. I just think it's precious.
0: I, that is such a sweet story and, and very, very nice that you shared that with all of us. Um, and I think it's really true. And, you know, there's always that, that talk that women want to be pursued, but it's true. You know, that's why people say that because it is true. Women want to true. be pursued. and We want to know that someone is paying attention, but our spouses, everyone wants to know that they're being paid attention to and that the person exactly. they love is pursuing them as much as they're pursuing them. Um, And so I think that's really, really important. So that listeners is your challenge for this week. And if you are not married, if you have someone special in your life, then go ahead and do that. Uh, Or your children, right? There is someone special in your life that you can make sure that they know that you care about them. And that really is what this is about. So, but certainly if you're married, intentionally pursue your spouse on date nights, and have great conversations. I encourage you to take a look at Dana's book. Um, I'll have links to the show notes in the show notes where you can purchase those. But again, 365 dates to renew your Christian marriage, Catholic edition or Protestant edition by Dana Nygaard. And it's available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. So Dana, anything
1: else you want to leave us with before we sign off? I just um, encourage y'all to invite the Holy Spirit into these moments. There are prayers in the book. If you set the intention for the evening that you are inviting the Holy Spirit in and asking him to help you as a wife or as a husband, then there's one for y'all as a couple. It will have a different feel to the night. Cause you are asking the Holy spirit to join you. He's always there. It's not like he hangs around the corner. and He's like, wait, they called me. Okay. Right. He doesn't like come running over, even though that kind of amuses me in my head to picture that. Right. But when you seek him again, he wants to be pursued, right? God always pursues us. The Holy spirit wants to be pursued. So if you invite the Holy spirit in, it's going to be a game changer for your marriage
0: and inviting the Holy spirit in is a pretty much guarantee of, Not lukewarm living for sure. I love it. Yes. (laughs) So, all right, listeners, thank you so much. I am excited that I was able to have this conversation with Dana. And when she gets her new books out, we'll have her back to talk about those. And make sure you look her up and see what she's doing. I will see you again next week. God bless you.